This is the Decoding Obesity Podcast, where we simplify, demystify, and decode obesity, helping you lose weight and feel great. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Dr. Avishkar Sabharwal. So gear up for a fascinating journey through this ever-evolving field, and let's see what we find. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website, www.decodingobesity.com, for show notes and more info. With a prevalence of 2 to 3.5% in the general population, binge eating disorder is an important cause of obesity. Nearly 30% of people in weight control programs suffer from binge eating disorder. Let's take a closer look at this disease. I am pleased to welcome back my brother, Dr. Anunit Sabharwal, who is a well-renowned psychiatrist in India with a very large social media following. Welcome, Anunit. Thank you. Thank you again. Hope you're staying safe in this pandemic. Very safe. Very safe. I wish you the best of health. Thank you. So, Anunit, what is binge eating disorder and what causes this disease? Okay, so binge eating disorder affects about 2% of people worldwide. And, you know, it does cause additional health issues which are linked to diet, basically like high cholesterol levels and diabetes. See, you have to understand that feeding and eating disorders are not really about food. And that's why they're recognized as psychiatric disorders. Eating to comfort yourself is fine. But when you start eating excessively and too fast, when you're not even hungry, you know, to the point where it begins to affect your health, that's when we call it a binge eating disorder. So people with binge eating disorder will try to eat away their worries. But as we all know, that never works. Because a person might feel a sense of relief during the binge. But what comes next is feelings of shame, guilt, and sometimes even unhappiness about their body shape. And this leads to depression and anxiety. And then this is a vicious cycle that the person gets trapped in. Eventually, the person loses all control over their food intake. For diagnosis, the binge eating must occur on average at least once a week for three months. People have a family history of addiction or compulsive behavior, and then they become you know, born with a higher risk of developing binge eating disorder later in life. Depression and binge eating are linked very closely, and that's because eating for comfort is a universal phenomenon. Whenever we feel down and out, we tend to binge on calories to make us feel better. A history of sexual abuse can increase the risk of binge eating. Social pressures to be thin. I mean, this is influenced primarily by the media. This can trigger emotional eating. Persons subject to critical comments about their bodies or weight may be especially vulnerable to binge eating disorder. Yeah, it is a very common misconception. People often think that people with uh, obesity will always binge. But they have to realize that binge eating disorder and obesity are two different entities. Even though a large proportion of people suffering from obesity do suffer from binge eating disorder as well, but it is essentially a psychiatric disorder that needs to be recognized. Calorie restriction has been shown in studies to exacerbate binge eating disorder, not necessarily cause it, but it precipitates it definitely. Similarly, bariatric surgery, when it's done, is also detrimental for people suffering from binge eating disorder, and hence it's crucial to rule out binge eating disorder before even going down the route for a bariatric surgery. If you're liking this podcast, smash the subscribe button now. So moving on to the next question that I have for you, and I think a lot of our listeners have, is what are the warning signs that somebody should look out for to know if they are suffering or their near and dear ones are suffering from binge eating disorder? 
So if you're suspecting that either you or your loved one is suffering from binge eating disorder, you have to look for evidence of binge eating. And this includes, you know, disappearance of large amounts of food in short periods of time. Your refrigerator runs empty. There's lots of empty wrappers and containers of food, which indicates consumption of large amounts of food in your absence. If your loved one's afflicted, the person may be uncomfortable eating around others. There may also be a new practice with food or fad diets including cutting out entire food groups like sugar, carbs, or dairy. You can also have the person who's stealing or hoarding food in strange places. The person will often create lifestyle schedules or rituals to make time for these specific binge sessions. The person withdraws from usual friends and activities, and that's because they don't fit in their schedules. The person is perpetually on a diet. He or she may show extreme concern with body weight and shape. Frequent checking in the mirror is one of the hallmarks. The person has perceived flaws in their appearance. They may not be actual flaws. They perceive them to be in their body shape. They also have secret recurring episodes of binge eating. And they don't tell anyone about these because they're extremely embarrassed about the quantity of food they eat. They also have these feelings of disgust, guilt after overeating. And this may lead to low self-esteem and other psychiatric issues like depression or anxiety. Yes, and it's important for listeners to understand that binge eating disorder comes with that anxiety and that extreme guilt that comes after that binge episode. The important thing is that it's an uncontrollable urge to binge. So they have no control over themselves when they're binging. And because they have no control over themselves when they're binging, they feel guilty after this episode of binging. They often continue to eat even after they're full that leads to further guilt. And this guilt leads to depression and hence leads to a vicious cycle. If someone is suffering from binge eating disorder or someone suspects that they may be suffering from binge eating disorder, what can they do? So you can either take help of drugs or psychotherapy or both. When it comes to drugs, the first FDA-approved drug for the treatment of binge eating disorder is a drug called Listexamphetamine, which is sold as Vyvanse. It effectively increases the levels of dopamine and norepinephrine in the brain. And this works on increasing the eating behavior and reward link. Here, the main idea is that people who have binge eating disorder are eating excessively because normal quantities of food don't make them happy. And they need much more amount of food to feel the same way as someone without binge eating disorder would. Topiramate or Topamax inhibits the brain networks that cause food cravings. And a lot of SSRIs are also used in the management of binge eating disorder because emotional issues are interlinked with binge eating disorder. What is the role of CBT in this? So the basic premise of CBT or cognitive behavior therapy is that our thoughts, emotions and behaviors are all interlinked. And if either one of these becomes faulty, all three are affected. So as a therapist, I would focus on all three of them or whichever one is faulty at that point in time. And do they need to see a psychiatrist or do they need to go to a psychologist for the CBT? My recommendation to anyone who has binge eating disorder is to first seek a psychologist because if you can avoid medications, that's always the best approach. A lot of help can be sought from psychotherapy. Some patients may not require any medications at all. If there are childhood issues or other major stressors which are affecting their eating patterns, it can be resolved through psychotherapy without the need for medications. If psychotherapy doesn't help or if it yields only partial improvement, the best bet then is to consult a psychiatrist and go with both drug therapy as well as psychotherapy.
Patients with binge eating disorder often suffer from obesity. I think it is imperative that their binge eating disorder is treated first before they can attempt to lose weight. Trying to restrict your calories will definitely exacerbate binge eating disorder and going for a bariatric procedure is going to be very detrimental because if you continue to binge despite the surgery wherein the size of your stomach is physically reduced, that can lead to mechanical problems and other complications. Another important point uh, that I want to make here is that a lot of times people think that uh, if they're doing intermittent fasting, that's the same as a binge eating disorder. That certainly is not because you're voluntarily holding back food for a certain amount of time and you are eating, but you're not necessarily binging. You don't necessarily eat beyond the point that you're full and it does not necessarily lead to feeling guilty after the fact. And uh, there's a recent study that I came across. I don't know if that data is going to hold ground, but it was basically a case series looking at the impact of ketogenic diet on binge eating disorder. It's very interesting. It's very, very preliminary data, but there seems to be some weight to this. Ketogenic diet does have an impact on the appetite, but it still remains to be seen whether it can help with the binge eating disorder. This is certainly very exciting where we are using nutrition as a means of therapy. And only time will tell if this is really an option for you. That concludes today's episode. Thank you so much, Anunit, for joining us. Thank you, Gail. Lovely to be here. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. I'll see you guys next time. This podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever. The thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of the host and his guests. They do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of any organization. And that brings us to the end of this show. Thank you so much for listening in. And please remember that the thoughts and opinions on this podcast do not constitute medical advice. Don't forget to visit our website www.decodingobesity.com for show notes and more info.